can't have a pen on the table, Tyler, because I will play with it. So <laughs> I wong it. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the Positivity Report here on a Thursday. Tyler Boone is back. What up? He's back. He's back. The, the legendary Americana rock star. Uh, one of the more fun live music events that I've ever been to was that night at Jam in the Van. Just a blast, man. Just a lot of fun. Tons of fun. You, you guys still got to have your show there. Yeah, because uh, we just keep... We've been busy, so busy uh, promoting futility, the actual game of living. It looks uh, awesome. Thanks, man. So the the, the the I've said this before, but the the second box like will be half this size. It won't be as thick. Uh, but there is like with the expansion packs. I was talking about it yesterday. With the expansion packs that we've already greenlit, and hopefully get two more. You will never play the same game of futility twice. Oh. If you play, like you could play it fifty times, and you'll never play the same game. That's twice. awesome. So that is the that was the goal for futility, so that people are like, oh, I've already played futility. No, you haven't. You haven't seen all the jokes. Have you seen all the jokes? Oh, that's cool. So can you collect the other ones if you want? Oh yeah, of course. Uh, you can bind, collect, and like keep adding expansion packs, and then eventually, you know, hopefully this blows up, and I can make a second board or some yeah. kind of themed board, and you're like, ah, oh. because people love, you know, the board game space is a lot of collecting as well as it is yeah, no, actual sure. playing of it. Mm -hmm. So uh, you guys can hit the Kickstarter. It's in the link uh, in the description. I should also post it here in the chat, which I should have done before the show. And this is how this show runs, Tyler, when it's just me and the sweet, sweet Hawaiian hunk on the ones and twos uh, who is so excited um, about Halloween. He's he, where's what's your blog called? Ikaika? Scary Man. 420? Wilhelm Screeners. Wilhelm Ooh. Screeners. Like Wilhelm Scream. Yep, I get it. That's cool. And he, he kind of loves Halloween. He went to the Oogie Boogie Bash, which does not star Hoogie on the road, which is a real unfortunate uh, circumstance. I talked to him yesterday. Did you? He's I a did. legend. He's, uh, he's sending me some really cool uh, music gear. Nice. That's what he does. Yes. Yeah. He's just the nicest guy in the world. Yeah, he's the best. Uh, How you and doing, eh? I've never met him in person, only talked to him on the phone. He's the coolest guy in the world. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. He, uh, him and Eric Rickert, we've talked about him. Okay, yeah. They both work at the studio. My yeah. bass is doing his magic. Yeah. Um, coolest guy in the world. We used to go uh, to Hall's Chop House a lot in Charleston. Never been. About. But I've heard. Awesome. I know. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, it was pretty funny because it was when they were making attention, attention. Yeah. Like, hey, Todd, just, just come with us. And it was just, uh, you would hope Brent was going to show up because, yeah. you know, he was probably going to put down the credit card. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm just making a joke. But me and Hoogie and Ricker would go all just in rock and roll t-shirts. Yeah. And everyone else is like in a suit. I know. And it, people are like, <clears throat> you walk in. <laughs> but then like the owner would walk up and go, Mr. Hoogie and Rickard, because they went there all the time. Yeah. And they're like, table upstairs. And people were just like, what? Nothing <laughs> quite like being a regular at like a chop house bar, restaurant, wherever the case may be. Oh yeah. It's, anyway, Hoogie's awesome. Yeah, Hoogie's the best. Uh, but yeah, so support the Kickstarter. We got, we're, we, we basically have a week left. I mean, we have eight days, but then it's going to turn to seven around 10. So we have a week left. We're at 34,520. Okay, that first expansion goal is at thirty-five thousand, and the next one's at forty k. We are going to do a huge stream of Palooza next Wednesday. It'll be the final day of the Kickstarter to try and get us to that next stretch goal, wherever we may be. The, the fun we have stalled a little bit, and that happens. Like we hit our goal, people see you hit your goal, they're like, "All right, we're getting the game." Mm -hmm. If you want to, if you want more backers, you want to order games for people for Christmas to pre-order. You can do that. If you want the twenty-dollar pledge, you can. Uh, What's a what? Why I just blanked. Uh, you can submit cards, uh, and we'll we'll make sure that you get uh, your credit on the card forever going forward. Also, the five hundred dollar pledge. We still have a few of those left. You get your you're gonna get your face drawn on the back of the box forever. Ooh, 
for the first editions and probably the second and third edition, so we don't have to redo the artwork. Uh, I mean, you got to support the people that support you first. Exactly. And you're going to get your face drawn on the back. Again, I tweeted it and I Instagrammed it yesterday, but if you have done the $500 backing level, you have to email me your likeness at futilityofthegame at gmail.com. If, it, if you don't email it to me, you will not get on the box. And we want to get all of these done ASAP because uh, we got a lot of artwork to go and I got a lot of writing the cards to go. And I really want everybody who obviously has donated the $500 and become a backer at that level to get their face on the back. Zach Myers. Barry Kirch, Eric Bass, all $500 backers, obviously going to have their face on the back. Oh, that's cool. Of the board. That's dope. Um, uh, yeah, so we got a ton of good people that have gone to the $500 level to make this game happen. And the game is happening. We just want to hit some of those stretch goals. That's all. That's I'm not really trying cool. to be greedy. I'm trying to make your, your experience of futility, the actual game of living, a little more fun. That's really cool, man. Thanks, man. That's awesome. We did it, you know, uh, much to, I think, I think my wife was like rooting against it. She's like, I don't want you to just be working and like writing stupid comedy cards for a board game. I'm like, it's going to be really funny. I promise <laughs> you. are like, babe. Front, babe. 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 Dude, well, uh, uh, and that's Kickstarter. That's Kickstarter. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Awesome. Um, we've got a lot of really cool people that have backed it. A lot of family, a lot of friends, like a lot of friends of the show, obviously, uh, like tons of international too. So, cool. you know, a lot of domestic, but a ton of international as well. So this game will make its way. And then once we get, I think, you know, once it gets out to the people, then the word of mouth will kind of take off. Yeah, That's, man. You know, like it always does. It's just really cool. I had, no, I had no idea you guys were working on that. Yeah. That's when you guys announced it. That was cool. Well, you you came for a stream of Palooza the one time, right? Like we were here just playing games, playing Boondoggle. Is that kind of part of that? Yes. Oh. So how it started was we were doing the first ever one when that we launched the early. channel. It did end early. <laughs> I got home. Um, Amanda was like, what do you want for dinner? I was like, first, and then a nap. She's like, it's 630. I was like, it's just... That was fun, though. Yeah, it's good. Well, fun. we had all those Long Island iced teas and cans and all that Boone's bourbon. Oh, oh yeah. my God. I was sweating. Yeah. <laughs> sweating it out. They got him single. <laughs> um, tell everybody about what's going on at the Hotel Cafe, November 13th. Yeah. You got a show coming up. Uh, Tyler's going to be here a bunch be up leading up to the show. And we want you all guys to get tickets. Link is in the description of this video. You're going to be back next Wednesday, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and which is the last day of the Kickstarter. Makes sense. Nice. Maybe we do some, may, just bring a couple of little Boone's nippers and we can do a couple of little like shots. To I will have them because the day before I'll be <clears throat> with my reps. So I'll, yeah. I'll have tons of access to some. Which it. is funny. Everyone always thinks I have them on me. <laughs> I never have any ever. My, bread, my buddy texted me last week. Can you send me a bottle? I was like, for the last time. You know, I don't. You know? I'm not asking for the boons. I'm saying let's enjoy it together. No, 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 no. no. But I'm just saying I'll have a whole bunch on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be with my rep. Uh, we'll be all over uh, Orange County. Be cool. Nice. But uh, but yeah, man. Hotel Cafe. Have you ever? I've been, been to the there? Hotel Cafe. It's yes. cool. Uh, the it's main an room, awesome venue. Uh, the side room's dope too, but yeah. the main room's beautiful. It's. I mean, it's a legendary venue in yeah. Hollywood. It's there's. I mean, anybody who's ever been anything in L.A. coming up in the music scene has played Hotel Cafe. Yeah, and then they'll have, like, a pop-up show. Like yeah. Dave Chappelle pops in totally. or John Mayer or something. Yeah. But it's cool. It's uh, it's actually my first time on the main stage. Okay. The reason they asked was because they saw the sold-out show Jam the Van. Yeah. Hey, come. Because I always used to play the side room, which the my last gig before COVID was, like, the week before COVID. Oh. It was the main room. We sold it out. Nice. <clears throat> but, um... They're going to bring in the boons. We got my buddy Baywood, who was at James Event opening up. Yeah, it's going to be cool, man. I love it. Yeah, Baywood's good. He's, yeah, he made people cry. Yeah. You should have him on the show. Fuck. He's great. He yeah. lives, I think he lives like uh, in Culver City. Oh, okay. But um, anyway, man, uh, yeah, Hotel Cafe, Baywood's playing, Boone's okay. Bourbon. 
It's still gonna be a band thing, but it's gonna be more songwritery because it's the hotel cafe. Okay, but uh, it'd be cool. I yeah. love it. I've been playing this since I was 21. I'm 31 now. Holy cow! I used to take the Amtrak from San Diego because my family's from San Diego. Yeah, yeah. Fly in, <clears throat> 40 bucks. You know, yeah. dr- start drinking Wi-Fi. And then uh, go play Hotel Cafe. First time I took an Uber, was pl- going there. Nice. And I tipped the guy cash. The guy's like, why are you doing? I had no idea because it wasn't on the East Coast yet. <laughs> I was like, it's for you. He goes, okay, idiot. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> I'll take I'll your cash. take your cash, yeah. <laughs> you dumb kid. So wait, so you so starting out playing the Hotel Cafe, So th- was this like your first live venue in L.A.? When I was 21? Mm-hmm. No, I first one was Genghis Cohen. Remember that spot yeah. on Fairfax? Fairfax, baby. Yeah, no, so what? Did you used to go to Genghis Cohen a lot? Yeah, well, they used to have stand-up shows there. Oh, the that's cool. Show. Like, I think it was Tuesday nights was Genghis Cohen. It was like an open mic that people actually showed up to. Because really? it's it was a good restaurant, right? No, no, totally. The food's good. Yeah, and I think it's closed now. I think it's mm, gone. Is it still uh, there? It's still there. Okay. It's still there. But it's not, it's not like... A hot spot anymore? No, no, no. For like music or comedy, I guess. Right. Somewhere, huh? I don't know. Music, it wasn't either. I remember when I went, first played there, I just got broken up with. Mm-hmm. I was always a little sad. Yeah, hit it. And the guy, the sound guy's like, "You're cool, man." And I was like, "Yeah." And he thought I was moving here. He goes, "I'll give, I'll give you a job." He offered me a job at the Hard Rock Cafe as the sound guy, and he brought me down. I thought he was going to give me a tour, yeah. and I was still like all sad, like you know, I was like 21, 22 or something. And uh, he's like, yeah, "I'm gonna give you a job." I was like, "I'm not moving here." He's like, "Oh." And get out. <laughs> I was like, I never once said I was moving here, man. You know, but yeah, Genghis Cohen. That was my first. Genghis spot, Cohen. Yeah. yeah, I did. I mean, like, there were some awesome open mics there, and there were some awesome uh, like drop-ins of people that knew like things were happening. You know what I mean? Because there was like a few bar shows in LA, comedy-wise, that people would always show up to, like big names, because they knew it was going. They just knew it was cool if they popped in. Correct. That's Genghis cool. Cohen was one of them. Bar Lubitsch on Sunday nights was one I've of heard them. Of that spot. Yeah. Bar Lubitsch, I hosted a show there for like almost two months, uh, like two times a two times a month on Wednesday nights. It was super fun because the room only fits maybe forty people. Oh, and it's loud, really. And there's a bar back there, so they they don't have to walk out and whatever. But it's got to be a lot of fun. Tons of fun because there's only like twenty people show up. It's like a slam night. Awesome. And uh, we had one night where we took out all the tables and and we called it standing room only comedy, right? And I, oh. I ended, and then I did a stage dive into the people, and it was, <laughs> it was like a dream come true. Because as you know, comedians want to be rock stars, and rock stars want to be comedians. Totally. Yeah. Dude, I was watching, uh, thank you for bringing that up, I was, and I got to finish, I got like uh, four, 30 minutes left. Yeah. Uh, I love Jeff Ross, I met him a whole bunch of jams. Yeah. He was actually like- He's a really good dude. Just He was like, hey, Mr. Boone, how are you? I'm like, what? Yeah. Because <laughs> always at the Boone, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But <clears throat> he did one with John Mayer, I guess, like a year or two ago or uh-huh. something. It's on and Netflix, right? No, no, this is just like Jeff Ross's podcast. Oh, oh, podcast. Okay, and, got it, got it. And all I'm trying to get at is they talk about that. Yeah. And and I kind of feel that too. Like you remember my buddy Rafa in San Diego? Yeah. I went and saw his first. Um, he did like the first five minutes of Jam of the Van. Uh, he had his first headlining gig at. Uh, uh, my dad used to be the door guy there. What? It's in La Jolla, the comedy store. Yeah, comedy store in La Jolla. And. Yeah. Uh, it just was so cool. I drove down to watch him play or yeah. to do his thing. And I was just like, I'm so proud of you. And he's like, I'm so proud of you. I'm like, it's it's cool. Comedians and oh, musicians dude, it's are totally a, into it. I wish I could do it, but I, I would freaking bomb. You know what I mean? It is, uh, and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. Tr- I guess, you know. I took 10 years of piano lessons, dude. Yeah. And I sit and I look at the keys and I'm just like. <laughs> I lost it. I can still play the beginning cool. part of Journey faithfully. Oh, nice. Dun, dun, yeah, dun, dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And the beginning part of Piano Man. Oh, cool. 
Love that song. And that's <laughs> that's it. You my can parents. Jingle bells. Jingle uh, yeah, yeah, bells. I can do that. It's one note. I mean, I can play the chords. <laughs> I like Joy to the World is just. Dun, 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 dun. It's yeah, just yeah, straight yeah. down the scale. Um, <laughs> my mom was like, you know, you should you should get a keyboard and just like pick up the piano again. I was like, do you think I, I, I have time? I have, time for that? <laughs> I have a child. <laughs> you think I'm just like sit because I want Rosie to take some sort of music. I don't care what it is. Yeah. For Guitar, sure. piano, violin. Whatever she wants to do, I just want her to play music for sure because uh, I think it's really important. Um, and it my is. wife was a dancer, right? We love music. We dance it's in the good house to all have the time. Some kind of arts, whether or not they stick with it. I don't. Right? Yeah, I, and I don't want because I think when I took piano lessons, which is a real shame, is that um, my and I loved my piano teacher. She was an absolute sweetheart, and I had the biggest crush on her daughter. Like I was eleven, I think her daughter was twenty five, and I walked in the house <laughs> the first time. I was like. <laughs> Is that a person? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Is that just an idea of I'm a human? A <laughs> like, I don't know where Gail Mertz is to this day, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. It's, I mean, little, like, chubby little Josh McCougan is hus husky jeans playing, you know, like this. It's just losing your mind. I mean, she walked out, she's like, Mom? And I was like, <laughs> Oh, my word. Is this life? And every time, because uh, the, the Mertz family, that the mom who taught me piano lessons, they still live by my parents in Pittsburgh. Every time I drive by, I'm hoping that I see one of them so I can say hi, you know, whatever. And But I'm really hoping that, like, you my might daughter just walks out. I don't care. Glimpse. She's got to be at least, I don't know what, some. I mean, she's like 55. She's got to still look smoking. I mean, it doesn't, it does it go, doesn't, away. doesn't go away. <laughs> um, and so, but I, I wish that my parents would have taken me to a piano teacher or I would have told my piano teacher or my parents, like, hey, I want to play pop music. I not, don't want to play. Classical. Yes. Yeah. I want you to teach me how to play pop music. And I want to learn. I want to learn how, like, you know, basically every song is pretty much four chords, at least on the piano. Totally. Right? Yep. I would love pop to have. Song. Pop songs. Yep. Right? Um, is learning, like, those four chords and how to, you know, go between all of those. You know it's, what I mean? It's, it's, you would have to, <clears throat> you'd have to, like, legit go to, like, a, like a songwriting class. Yes. Like, totally different thing. Totally. Where those can kind of be dumb, in my opinion. Like, okay. you always have to go to a class to learn songwriting. Yeah. But that is a thing. It's a, it is a talent to know, like, all right, cool. If I'm in the key of G, I know E minor is going to work out mm -hmm. when I hit, like, the bridge. You know? Yeah. It, like, the tension and stuff, you know? But if right. you're taking classical, which I went to school for jazz guitar. Wow. And, uh, yeah, that was, I was going to, was, that was, like, my goal. But I was like, I don't want to be a teacher. So I right. stopped. That's tough. Teaching um, is real tough. And then I, st then I, then I started drinking. I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> I think I'm going to be a communication major. And <laughs> yeah. I, I Changed my major file. I was Van Wilder. It was the whole thing. Yeah. But, yeah. but what I'm saying That's is, you had to take classical guitar, and I hated it. I loved it because I learned every note on. Because you always want to be the best guitar player. Sure. But it's like you know you have to play it note by note on the on the time signature, and yeah. my teacher would just start screaming at me because yeah. I would just start jamming. That's out. not fun. Yeah, it just it wasn't my thing. It's like know? Shakespeare. Right? Yeah, totally. Like you can't you can't free you can't go on stage and just like freeform Shakespeare. No, and I had to take piano too because yeah. when you're a music major, they make you take it. And I remember I blacked out. I studied for nine hours a day. I was like, dude, I'm gonna crush this thing. And I walked in, and I legit was like, I don't know. And I got a D. I had an A all semester. My parents were so upset. I was like, well, don't worry about it. I'm changing my major. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fine. <laughs> I we, I took uh, took an opera class when I was doing my study abroad in Rome. Huh. And I walked in the first day. I was like, I'm like looking at what to sign up for class, and there's opera. opera. And I'm like, I'm in Rome. I mean, I was in chorus in high school, but no, like, I, I, it wasn't a singing class. It was like learning about the opera, like the history, the history of opera, and everything like that. And I'm like, I'm in Italy, and you, yeah, that's in the class, cool if you're in Italy, it said you get to go to three operas. And I'm like, well, and one of them they took us up to Milan for. Did which you get is, smashed at the opera? Yeah, <laughs> awesome. I brought like flask and minis everywhere. Oh. I mean, come on, it's fantastic. <laughs> And so, 
the first day I walk into the opera class, I was like asking my buddies, "Am like, you guys taking opera?" They're like, "No, we're not taking opera." I was like, "Am I? Is this stupid?" So I walked all in. Girls? It was me and all women. Yeah. And I walked in, and it was like pin drop, right? <laughs> and I was like, "Hello." And the teacher walks in, and it was a man. And are you the only American? No, no, no. Okay, okay. It was it was called the American University of Rome. So a lot of kids just uh, on study abroad. There were a lot of Italians and European kids, but the, everything was taught in English. Word. Okay. So, so first day of class, like I'm walking out, and this girl comes up to me, and she's like, because it was the first, obviously the first week of a new college, I'm meeting everybody. Yep. And she's like, did you just like take this class to meet girls? And I was like, legitimately, no. But now, <laughs> hello, my name is Josh. Like, I. I didn't know. I'm going to these these operas and everywhere, like all these. I'm like hanging in boxes with all these girls, and and then I got like. I probably loved you by the end of the semester, dude. I was like learning opera, and I was like picking up the, and opera when you part of your exams are a listening part where you're like, what opera is this from? And I'm like, that's tough. So I like actually studied and learned it, and I was, I was like holding up my test, and girls were like, like oh. thank you so because I had like an ear for music, so I could hear it, and I actually really became an opera fan. And and they loved you because you're like, yeah, you can cheat. Yeah, you know? go, hey babe, go ahead. hey babe. Yeah, it was all pass fail, but get an get an A. Here, here you go, no problem. And then the last test, and the funny part was the teacher, very, he was like a famous opera singer in Italy, but he was from York, Pennsylvania. Oh, so you guys connected. I was like connected. He was awesome dude. But the funniest was he had been living in Italy for like 25 years, 30 years, and he's like, you know, and he started, he had an Italian accent, and I was like, are you? What are you doing here? You like, are you Lindsay Lohanning the situation? Are you, you putting this on? Yeah. Dude? So one point he was like, "Hello, oh, and um, what is the word in English?" And I was like, "You're from uh, York." Yeah. <laughs> don't you dare! Don't, don't you start? This. I see what you're doing. <laughs> come on, I know your game. It's a thing, okay? <laughs> These women are way too young. For you. <laughs> you, come on. Right. Uh, but the final test was twenty. 15 second clips from operas. Wow. And we had gone from like the beginning with like Verdi and everything all the way up until like modern style operas to like American operas. And I don't know if you know this about opera, but, and people are like, why is it done? In order to sing opera professionally, you have to be fluent in at least three languages, French, Italian, and whatever other language you want. But most operas are written in French and Italian. So what would be a third, though? Like English, oh. whatever. So like if you're Italian, but you have to, because there are some great operas and there's some great operas sung in German. Yeah. Like Faust and all those kind of things. So you have to be fluent in those languages. And I'm not just saying fluent in the opera language. I'm saying fluent in the language. For sure. Because you need the intonation. You need all of that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. No, and yeah, the yeah. people that go to operas are very particular. Ooh. I went to an opera where they booed a woman. And I was like. Dang. You know how hard this, this is? <laughs> that is really tough. Got booed? And you got booed. She probably cried her eyes out. I know. And you're like, babe. Babe. <laughs> come on. But I, I, but I became like an opera kind of nut. I had, you know, Maria Callas, uh, all kinds of, I went to an, a store in Rome and I became this, like, I really enjoyed immersing myself in the opera. And every now and then I'll play like the opera channel and a man is like, I don't think I like this. And I'm like, all right. Uh, I dad, get it. My dad does that. Does he? Yeah, he'll like, but it's kind of funny because you'll get Mick the car. Boone? Mick, Mick Boone, the, the legend. legend. He was just here the other day. He, was now, he? Now he's in San Diego. He was. He's, he's, he's just did a, a a cross country trip, visiting all our distributors just because nice. he wanted to. I love this guy. Um. Oh yeah. Legend. We had. A, we, I took him to Laurel Tavern. Yeah, it's a great bar. <clears throat> oh, we were like, oh, like kind of drunk. Yeah. <laughs> when we left. Do they serve Boons at Laurel? No, no. Okay. We we're not super big on uh 
on premise yet, which okay. means you drink at a bar. Yeah, but we will be. But yeah. um, but yeah, no, uh, it's just funny because you, like, you know when you listen to something yeah. and you unplug it and get back in your car, and then, like the volume's jacked up. So like I'll get in the car and be like, Whoa! you know, like <laughs> he's actually a uh, like a baritone singer. Is he really? Yeah, he used to get flown. Uh, for like the congressmen, uh, for the Democrats and the Republicans, have like a baseball game in D.C. My dad was like chief of ICE when ICE came a thing. Oh, he was wow. big government. And then, uh, then he had to retire early, and that's when <clears throat> I got him. Hey, man, do this thing with me. Yeah. Um, but he used to fly him up, and he'd be like, you know, the Pledge of Allegiance. No way. Oh, yeah. He's got you mean the National Anthem? Pledge of yeah, Allegiance, yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't sing. You, you talk that one. You know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an American citizen. Hey, uh, you mean the... Uh, <laughs> oh, I pledge allegiance. The Bill of Rights. <laughs> the Bill of Rights, dude. Yeah, the Bill of Rights. <laughs> Singing the Bill of Rights. Let's, that's it. Let's adventure. sing the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> Who's the guy that tried to steal that? Uh, uh, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's crazy. And while he was stealing it, he was singing it. Dude, dude. <laughs> he was singing it. Dude, uh, uh, on a quick note, you got to watch it. We'll do it maybe after this. Yeah. Have you ever seen Nicholas Cage losing his? Shit, yeah, video. Oh, it's amazing. Where they, Every where they, time, where they comp it up, so good. Oh my god, I watched it last week. So good. I was on the floor laughing. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've yeah. watched it many times. Just punches yeah. people in the face. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so good, man. He's crazy. So good. Yeah, I've. I speaking of Vegas, I was flying to Vegas one time. Uh, they have that thing called Jet Suite X. You ever done that? No. So you, it's basically like you're flying commercial, but it's private. So you fly out of Burbank and it's oh, yeah. and they fly to like it's a, a private cool hangar. It's cool. It's like off the Burbank airport premises, but it still uses the same runway. And you can basically fly private. It's not that much more expensive, honestly, than commercial if you're flying last minute. Like and it's it's, really, it's kind of cool. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, the, when I got on the plane, uh, the woman was like, "Would you like a double or a triple?" And I was like, "I think you know the answer. To that. <laughs> We're going to Las Vegas, ma'am." Please. And so uh, I got on that plane and. You know, there's no, I mean, you walk in, there's some security, but like you're in a private hangar and you're just kind of hanging out. They've got a bar in there and everything. Cool. And plane shows up. I get on. There's maybe like three other passengers. And then. Nicholas Cage? The last second Nicholas Cage walks on. What? And I was, I was like. <laughs> That's awesome. Holy shit. And I like, I didn't turn around the whole flight, but because he was right behind me. He was like catty corner. Yeah, yeah. And, but I wanted to really bad. <laughs> and then he was, so my, our really good buddy, uh, the late, great John Schnepp, he was a filmmaker and he did all kinds of shows with us back in the day he passed away very young and he did a documentary called the death of superman lives which was the superman movie that nicholas cage was going to be superman in it was oh. going to be directed by tim burton um produ i mean this they had i mean they it was they had the suit made this was all happening and it all fell apart oh man so my buddy john did this documentary about it it's on showtime you can get it i think amazon you can it's an amazing documentary that's cool is and it like kind of sad because it fell apart or it's it's a I wouldn't say it's sad that the movie, the Superman movie fell apart. I would say it's one of the more interesting tales of Hollywood. How, yes. Cool. Correct. Interesting. And so, and John interviewed everybody from Nicolas Cage to Tim Burton to, you know, everybody. He got, he got all the interviews. And wow. so John had just passed away. And so Nicolas Cage is walking off the plane and you can tell he's like hustling away because somebody wants, and I was like, Mr. Cage, I just want to say I was a good friend of John Schnapps. And he was like, he stopped and he was like, what a great dude and what a great documentary. And then he kept walking uh, to his private car. That's, that's a like, cool little moment. Yeah. You know? Right. Because you don't ever want to fangirl something. No, 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 know? no, no. And I've no. done it like once in my life. Yeah. When I was 21. Yeah. And I'll never do it again. You know what I mean? Who'd you fangirl? Uh, the guys from Workaholics. Oh, yeah. We went. We were down at a... Uh, Adam's a good buddy. Comic-Con. Yeah. yeah. Divine, right? Yeah. He, they, yeah. They sh they're shooting so many stuff in Charleston. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. But that's where they're shooting uh, Righteous Gemstones. Righteous Gemstones. And that, well, what's his name? I was Walton Goggins' stand-in. No way. Um, oh, yeah. For there's a, there's Justified? 
for mm. Vice Principals. Oh, which is an um, underrated show all time. That show is so good. I think it's they're done. Yeah, I think they're like, it's they're, done. It yeah, only it, went two seasons. It yeah. was all it was supposed to be. Well, uh, it was the most fun I ever had because that's not my world. Right. I mean, it's my twin brother's world. Okay. Uh, his name's Hunter, and he was the casting director, and they needed a twin. Twins for the same height. Yeah. And so I was about to move to Nashville. And he's like, I know you need the money. He's like, I do. <laughs> and so I went down and it was supposed to be like a hundred bucks. Yeah. But then all of a sudden they go, Hey, like we need those those two guys. And Hunter's like, Well, you know, we're here. And so they put Hunter in this Marvel co- I'll show you the clip on YouTube or you can find it. Uh it's they're tripping on acid at the football game and Walton oh. Goggins turns and I go, Woo! Like that in front of him. Yeah. And then they turns I turn to a devil and that's my brother in this like Marvel costume they No did. way. It took like nine hours. No shit. They're wasted too because they're pissed off. It's like yeah. five AM. But the funny thing is, because Danny McBride and he, Danny are, McBride, it's like his thing. Yeah, uh, and he's House Productions or something. He's a, uh, he's a North Carolina guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a North Carolina guy. Yeah, and but they always shoot down there. They all live in Charleston now. Yeah. Uh, well, the whole production crew, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, the thing I learned is make sure you get the mic on you. Mm-hmm. So I had a line, and they yeah. go, "Dude, you're in a thousand dollars." I was like, "What?" Yeah. Oh yeah. No, at the end, seven a.m. when I'm like checking out, and, and all these kids are like, "We're so proud," because I just it was my first day going there. Yeah. He goes, "You're an actor." I'm like, "I'm not an actor." <laughs> But I, walked, I said, woo. Yeah, yeah. I just said, woo. And then uh, they obviously overdubbed it. Yeah. It's not my voice. <clears throat> to because, cut you out. Because they go, were, were you mic'd? I was like, no. They go, oh, you're 75 bucks. I was like, no. Because <laughs> I was just moving to Nashville like oh, a week. man. I was like, I, I'm like, sir, you don't understand. If you can get me cash, that'd mm-hmm. be great. Like, yeah. That'd be. I don't know. Standing bank account. That's go. it. Oh, okay, dude. here we go. This is it. That's me. That's you. Yeah, yeah. That's my twin brother. Booner. <laughs> that is so cool. But I was also a stand-in for the rest of the season. Nice for Walton. And then I fell asleep on set and got fired. Oh man! But everyone else was sleeping. Yeah. I, everyone told me it was an Italian director. He was just he was just trying to take it out on somebody. Oh man! All the writers were asleep. And we, but we were like the crew because we we're getting like the same yeah. food as them. And I got fired. And my brother was like, "How dare you?" I was like, "You were sleeping too." You know. Anyway, that was fun. That was fun. So. That's really cool. I mean, I when I first moved to New York, I did a bunch of extra work, like background stuff, mm-hmm. right? Uh, because I was like, oh, I'll just put myself on set, learn some things, whatever. I learned real quick that I didn't like it because it was like kind of like a human prop. If you're not, if you're not like a stand in or whatever, especially in some of the bigger, especially in New York, yeah, it's like a we, ton of people, to, dude. It's yeah. and it's very frustrating when you want to be the actor and you're watching it and you're just like, and then you get a customer who's like, stand right there and don't say anything. And you're like, all right, great, awesome, thank then, you. Then so you get much. a hot dog for lunch. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, so I was in my first extra gig. I go to this club in the Bronx and I, it's a movie called we own the night. I didn't know, but I didn't know who was in it or anything like that, but you know, you get paid money and I was broke living in New York. Yeah. And so I get there and, uh, uh, they told us to bring eighties clothes and it's like, you know, frat guy, I still got a ton of eighties clothes <laughs> for like the eighties parties. Right. Yeah. So I show up in, you know, members only jacket and we're in the set Heck and the yeah. director walks in and he's like, well, that guy and that guy members only. I want him. To you. To me. Nice. So I'm on set. And you can see I'm at the beginning of We Own the Night in like a very prominent two seconds. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I was going to pull it up and then I just saw boobs. So I just took it off. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh you, I don't. Can you pull? I've never found that YouTube clip of me. It's like all. It's from the beginning of the movie, like the first two minutes. It's really? a club scene. It's Joaquin Phoenix. You know, oh. Mark Wahlberg. But Joaquin Phoenix was in the scene. Right. And so they comes down and they're trying to break up a fight. Mm-hmm. So I walk in and I'm like right at the front part of the fight. And all of a sudden, like they hadn't started rolling cameras yet. Like, all right, bring in, uh, bring in the ladies. And they bring in these two women and they're just topless on top of this bar. And I was like, (laughs) 
<laughs> trying is to, every trying to be cool. Is this every? I was like, I was just trying to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, there, okay, there I am. There's that's I'll play there. it for like two no seconds. Way. Yeah, because you see boobs. Yeah, yeah. There's me right there. Look, that's you. That's me, young what? Josh McCougan, the members only. Oh my god! Right, I had that as my profile picture for a while on MySpace back in the day. MySpace, yeah, because oh, this was in that. like 2005. What a handsome, what a handsome young looking yeah, dude. Look at that guy. You look kind of like uh, like startled right there. Oh yeah, well, so there's a fight going on. Oh okay. And okay. I say, I say like, whoa! And the director is like, cut. Like, <laughs> what did you just say? And I said, whoa. He's like, all right, Mike him. I like Dude, that. You got to be getting all. I'm psyched. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah, a yeah. sag. My first extra gig. Uh, I got like a sag waiver. Your first day on set ever. They put me for the next like six days because I had to keep reshooting this club scene. So you, but right? you had to, you had to get a b- better pay, right? I mean, I'm doing like t- I'm like feeling. I'm like, dude, uh, I'm an actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling it. I did like ten more extra jobs. I was a human prop. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I got told by somebody at CSI New York or something. It was like a military episode. These they had these actual Marines on yeah, it, yeah. and I was supposed to play a Marine. And this Marine comes and he's like, "Not him. Look at his stupid hair." And he kept, and I was like, "As I had hair," and they were like, "Are you?" to buzz your head and I'm like no <laughs> and now I don't have any hair so it's <laughs> world comes back around baby should have been a marine come on <laughs> I would not have done well in the marines uh, I don't I, no I, I all my buddies did and I thought I was going to yeah. and then the recruiter this is kind of funny the recruiter used to always call me because I was an ROTC yeah. in high school and uh, I have a twin brother yeah. and so he was, was your twin brother in the marines no no was your dad absolutely in the ab- no my dad okay. no he was border patrol and okay. then <clears throat> other government stuff but, gotcha but no, my, I'm saying my brother, absolutely not Not my brother. You, you see, he's like total hipster Brooklyn kid. Mm-hmm. But this is what he did. We look exactly the same. Yeah. And so he would see Hunter all the time and go, Tyler! You know? <laughs> and I was like, you know, I was like super nerdy. I was like a senior ROTC kid. <laughs> and Hunter, he's like, Tyler, you didn't put your phone number down for the recruitment thing. Put it down in the card. Hunter wrote down Papa John's. <laughs> and so the guy call, kept calling, hey, it's Papa John's. You know, and then all of a sudden he saw me screaming at me, for, you mother, you know, I was yeah. like, I was like, I have a twin brother, dude. It was yeah. probably Hunter. He's like, yeah. ah, you know, it's like, <laughs> fuck, you know, but I was, you I, was, I, was, I, I saw my brother, I was like, dude, that was pretty sick. Yeah, like, it's, put a, down it's a solid Jones. move. That was yeah. cool, bro. I used to sign up for credit cards in college for like spring break and then put my buddy's number down. <laughs> That's a joke? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Because yeah. the phone number was optional. Right? Oh, yeah, but they yeah. had to, like, fine. I mean, whatever. They would, would just call you. Let like, me pay for Cancun on my buddy's phone number, and then I, like, paid him. I, it's, it's college. <laughs> where you, get you know what we would do uh, when I lived in Nashville? Broke as hell. Yeah. Venmo just came out. My oh, buddy yeah. Ryan Sanchez. Awesome guy. He's got a cool studio now. We'd be at Red Door. You know, it's 3 a.m. in Nashville, too. Oh, that's and nice. And he's like, dude, I think I have an idea. If we just start requesting, like, a dollar or two from people, because it's, it's late, they'll yeah. probably think they owe us a dollar. And so we would Venmo request people like five bucks. And yeah. all of a sudden, some people would just be like, ching, just send it. And he's like, dude, we can buy some shots. I'm like, let's go. Like, you know, like, <laughs> pretty genius. Yeah, it, was, it, worked pretty for like, genius. it worked for like a half a year. I mean, they uh, people now like take their QR code from Venmo, put it on a sign at college game day, and people just like, eh, here's How some beer money. How funny is that? Yeah. People put their pretty link, genius. Put the people, like chicks and dudes, they'll put in their link tree like thing in their Instagram, like yeah. all their links. Yeah. And it would be like, support me. Yeah. I saw some the other day have that in there. I'm like, support you for what? Yeah, yeah. For- <laughs> Yeah, you don't what? do anything. <laughs> yeah, but, you're but, just but, a human. But, but, it, hey. but the Venmo's right there. Yeah. Or the Cash App. Anyway, it's, how cr- that's crazy. It's smart. Speaking it's crazy. of Cash App and sponsors, Ooh. let's get to our sponsor. That's PerkClothing.com. PerkClothing.com. Use the code GPA for 20% off your order. If you want to be a sexy model like myself. Good looking guy. You got to... I'm telling you, Tyler, you'd love Perk. This is uh, the Perk Pocket Tee. They Ooh. make a Henley, long sleeve, and those chinos... 
telling you, those chinos are the best pants I've ever put on my body. I have jeans on right now because when I've been putting the chinos on, my wife just attacks me, and I don't want to have a second child just yet. Oh. Or ever. It, it, is, it uh, makes the curves. Ooh, does yeah. it hug your butt? Nice. I'm telling you. Let me, let me ask nice. you a question. You're a rock star. You get this. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. When you go on stage, pants are a little tighter for the ladies, correct? <clears throat> I definitely wear my good jeans. Mm-hmm. Wear your sure. good jeans. Yep. Now, if you got a pair of perk chinos up there, I don't want to tell you that your the performance will go up tenfold, but you know listen, what, man? Uh, I don't own a pair of chinos, but I see a lot of people talking about them, yeah. and I mean, they look pretty nice for like a date or something. Yeah, hit it, you know. I'm telling you, so show up on the same jeans. <sighs> Hit them on perkclothing.com. Use the code GPA. Get 20% off. I guarantee you that first date. I mean, you could get married. I, I don't know if that's what you want. I'm just saying that perk can do that. And the shirts are some of the most, it's like the most comfortable shirt I've ever put I've been on. In, just, I've been getting uh, fresh tees. Yeah. But Go eh, perk. Yeah. I might do some perk. Go perk. Yeah. The pocket tee and the Henley, kind of a game changer. Nice. Yeah. it's nice. They're fantastic. You don't want to, I'm out of that age now where... I don't want to rock a t-shirt until it's dead anymore. Right. When it starts looking like crap, I toss it. You mm-hmm. know, like where it starts dripping right here. Yeah. You want like you want a nice t-shirt. These things, this thing's been washed like fifty times because my wife is kind of obsessed with like using our washer dryer. <laughs> <laughs> what does that every, mean? Every time I put something on a bed, it just throws it in. It starts. I'm like, we are going broke on using all the water in our washer dryer. I just want you to know, like when the when the washer is full, that's when we do the load. That's when we run it. Okay. That's just so we're aware of the situation. That's awesome. Uh, but this thing has been through the wash a bunch of times. It's still, dude, I'm telling you, and I love, I, I was born in a t-shirt. I will die in a t-shirt. I love a good, comfortable tee. Uh, I am kind of on the flip side of you. When I find a nice, comfortable tee, I will wear it until I'm dead. I mean, no, I'll do that. But but if it starts. But I don't want to wear, I mean, I still do. I have tons of old raggedy clothes. Yeah. But like, then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I just got asked to go happy hour with this girl. Yeah. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like uh, this, this, you know, you want to look a little, little tighter and yeah. nicer, you know, go the pocket tee, go the Henley. It's, uh, they, they kind of have opened my eyes to, as far as like, I don't wear as many graphic tees anymore. I feel like I'm growing a little past that. And sure. the plain, nice, this goes with everything. Throw it with a pair of chinos. You kind of look classy. Yeah. No, no. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Do you know what I'm talking about? Are some of them kind of like the angle ones? Yeah. Yeah. Those are kind of cool. Right. I kind of dig it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Golf. Perfect. Come on. My clothes are actually in the back of my car. When are we going to do like a Boone's bourbon outing? That'd be fun. Well, do I mean. It in Charleston somewhere? <clears throat> oh, like a destination thing? Well, or I mean, we can do it here. I don't care. I mean, uh, <clears throat> I mean, dude, I think planning a, a jam in the van thing, because we could do that. I would love, <clears throat> I haven't been yet. I was going to go uh, when Roy Kent, whatever that actor Roy is. Roy Kent, Brick Goldstein. He's doing jam in the van now. When is he? All the oh, time. is he a stand-up now? I guess he's always been. Is oh. what, was what I found out. Okay. That, then, he, then he, it's like you know how some comedians yeah. been doing it, then they get into acting. Yeah, that, I guess that's been his thing. That's what gotcha. some guy told me the other day. I was like, why is Roy Kent doing freaking comedy? Yeah. He's like, no, he's been comedian for years. Okay, UK circuit, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But what I'm getting at is, uh, <clears throat> I want to go check out the new venue. Yeah. When you guys do it, I mean, we, I'm sure we could work out a deal where the Boons is there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love it. I mean, because Jamie the Van guys are great. Yeah, they're know? fantastic. So that'd be cool. Yeah. But an actual outing thing, that'd be dope. Maybe yeah. Some golf. Yeah, dude. San Diego. Little charity, something like that. There's so many courses down there. For sure. Uh, you know, get as many people involved. I mean, doing a, a an outing with charity, promoting the bourbon and the and the alcohol is just a great way for like, yeah, like polit- not political, uh, like public goodwill. Yeah, dude. Do you know what I mean? There's a. I saw a good article or a good like little video. I mean, uh, one of the guys from Shark Tank. I don't know. Yeah. I think it was like Damon. Some. You know. Uh, okay. Whatever. You're just going yeah. through Instagram. But he had a good point. He goes, if you if you start doing things where like you don't have to be rich, 
But if you're being a little more successful, like, are you doing anything good for anybody? Right. And I was like, oh, that's true. You know what I mean? You shouldn't just always just be working. That's, yeah, I mean, I try. I mean, I try. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I try as best. I always say, if I don't have a lot of money, but I do have some time, I will gladly donate yeah. my time. Yeah, right? so yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Benefits are awesome. Yeah. I mean, giving back is, well, I, we're kind of here, right? Yeah, dude. You know yeah, I mean? So that'd be cool. That'd be yeah. awesome. And some golf. Come on. I suck. But <laughs> my, my club's in the back of my car. Yeah. Just in case. Just, always. Just in case, Mike, if I'm going to go hit some. ABG. Always be golfing. Yeah, man. Yep. And as a dad, I figured out, I was like, always be wiping. I'm just like always wiping a countertop, a baby, a table. Everything is just always, I have like, might as well just have wipes on me at all. Like, I need like a holster with a Clorox wipe thing. Just like, get it. Has your baby gotten sick yet? She had a little cold about like four months ago. Did it freak you out? Oh my god! Man. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't sleep. She was like coughing. Oh man, that's terrifying. Totally. That's so, what I've always heard. Like when the baby's really young and the first cough, you're like, oh. Yeah. Anything that happens that isn't perfection, I'm just like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I love you. Cause she, yeah. Oh man, it's like, and dude, I'm telling like the months as they it goes on, she becomes more and more of a person. She hasn't crawled yet. She's up on all fours and she's like rocking back and forth. Then she'll like oh, face plant. That's cool. And we're you know we have her like holding herself up on things. She can't pull herself up on things yet, but she like can I'm trying to hang on. Yeah, that's she cool. can hang on. Uh, awesome. She's got this little like bouncer thing, and I will play. Like, I'll put her in the bouncer thing, and I'll just play music. And she'll like certain songs she loves to jam to. Oh man! And certain songs she doesn't like. She, some of them she you know she just kind of bobs to, and then certain songs she goes nuts for. Like what? Well, I mean, I mostly play yacht rock. So, oh, killer! <laughs> you know, little Doobie Brothers, <laughs> maybe some Christopher Cross. You know, some some Kenny Loggins. Opened up for Christopher Cross once. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, at Boone Hall Plantation. Everyone thought we owned it. Yeah, that sounds all right. <laughs> it's in Charleston, but uh, it was fun. I got the gig, okay. and I told my parents, I'm over with this guy named Christopher Cross, and they were like, what? Like, yeah. we had his eight track. And this is funny, actually. The, the gig was cool. He was really nice. Oh, the first time I played Hotel Cafe, his keyboard player, her name is Kiki Esben. She's graduated seen her since I moved here. Okay. Her dad was the Tin Man from Wizard of Oz. What? Yeah, yeah. She, but she's a, yeah, she was, her whole That's life is incredible. crazy. Yeah. But she's a songwriter, piano player. Okay. She was Tracy Chapman's player. Whoa. She, I think she was Eric Clapton. Did she have a fast car? <laughs> yeah. Going on. That's a great song. A fa- I love that song. She won like every Grammy that year. It was amazing. And oh, then never heard from her again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tracy yeah. Chapman. Same a, as Christopher Cross. You know, was he, well, there wasn't one. Uh, you got a fast car. You can do it anywhere. No, she's another there. song. Uh, um, I, if you're going to... Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it. It's a blues song. Anyway, it doesn't okay. matter. Um, but yeah, Christopher Cross was dope. Played the gig. Yeah, it was a wine festival. Whoa! So it's a whole bunch. Of, I, mean, I, I saw perfect. I saw all these teachers there that had, like my fifth grade English, all this stuff. Yeah. And then Freaking they get they Charleston get, wine mix there. Oh, dude, it, the god. <laughs> and we were in our trailer, and Kiki and the uh, the guitar player, like yeah. Christopher Cross, had his own trailer. Yeah. And of then course. the band had their trailer, but my parents were like covered in red. Drunk, yeah, and they used to do this for a long time when I would get these cool gigs in Charleston. They Purple would just go, let, let us in. I'm like, you, you can't do that, guys. You have to have a let, where are your parents? And they would, the security, like, you can't come in. And so they they just come in with all their friends, and they're all like, you know, they're older, they got their bags, but they're yeah. wasted. Yeah, there was a ton of them, and I had like two friends with me, and they come to our trailer, they're freaking partying, yeah, and then the band comes on, they're like, you guys sound fun, and then we're partying. And then all of a sudden, the trailer is trashed. Yeah. There's red stains everywhere. Uh-huh. The guy that runs the festival knocks on the door. And it's like five. Everyone's gone. It's like 3,000 people. They're just gone. He goes, get the hell out of here. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then I got a letter from him because you're never allowed to come back here for a year. And my, I was like, Mom, you got me banned from Boone Hall. She goes, that's pretty rock and roll. <laughs> it's yeah, pretty yeah. rock and roll, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'll give your mom credit on my that. My mom I'm wrote a letter back to you like, how dare you? Yeah. I was like, Mom, don't. Full you know. Karen on it. Yeah. Totally. No, uh, Christopher Cross, He, I think it's only he and Adele and maybe now Billie Eilish, but they're the only people in the same year to win Song of the Year, Album of the Year, Record of the Year, Artist, or sorry, Song of the Year, Album of the Year, Artist of the Year, and Best New Artist. So their first in Grammy. In the same year? In the same year. Whoa. So his first Grammys, Christopher Cross won all four of the major Sailing. awards. So the Probably. album, well, Ride Like the Wind. Yeah, yeah. It, but I think it's just called Christopher Cross, but it's 1980. Dang. So, and then the next year he wins the Oscar for Arthur for getting yeah. a cut between. Yeah. And I think he has a Tony. Does not have an Emmy, or maybe he's got an Emmy and not a Tony, one of the two. Uh-huh. Um. But he got COVID really bad at the beginning of COVID yeah, and I almost thought, died. I thought, I thought we were going to lose him. Yeah. Because there was a couple, I mean, what was his name? I, I, I grew up, I didn't grow up. I, I went to college with his son, Jack Prine, John Prine. Okay. You know, that's sad. He yeah. died. So, yeah. All these older guys when they're getting it, Tom Hanks, remember that? I know, right? Like, oh, we're going to lose him. If we lose Tom Hanks, I mean, yeah. forget it. Just <laughs> yeah. call it. I think they're in Australia. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Christopher Cross. Uh, you got a bad. Yeah. Well, he, you know, he is kind of old. Yeah, so. he's pretty old. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen his, the, like, the most legendary video? Is Ikaika? I think I may have actually to pull this up before, but pull up Christopher Cross sailing. Uh, he's in an Earl Campbell jersey playing a double guitar. Yeah, no, I've seen. Have that. you seen that? Okay, yeah, yeah. then never mind. No, 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 no but he's, it's like this huge. It's jersey. huge. It a, and, and he's a shredder. Shred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he sat on a stool. And just like sailing, yeah. uh-huh. I was like, "Dude, it, I know. It, it was pretty cool." So I went to see him at the Canyon Club here. It's like out in the in the Inland Empire. Cool. Uh, and it was always said, you know, when he, when he comes to LA, he's going to have special guests. So just be ready. Just be ready for someone to come right. on. So I was so excited to see Christopher Cross. I went by myself because nobody else would go with me. Man, you, I wasn't you dating anybody are at the time. A fan. I'm a fan. I love yacht rock. You know what I'm saying, right? That's cool. So. He starts playing Ride Like the Wind, and out comes Michael McDonald to do the Ride Like the Wind. Yeah. <laughs> and dude, totally. I went insane. Just and lost it. after the show, this like older couple were like, How long have you been a Christopher Cross fan? And I was like, I mean, I want to say my whole life, but I don't know. He was like introduced me when I was pretty young by my parents, and they're like, You came to a Christopher Cross show by yourself. How old are you? I was like, 32. And they were like, We're 70. And I was like, Awesome. Do you guys want to go get drinks? Yeah, and they became see, like best buds. Did you go out with yeah, them? Yeah, Heck it was yeah. awesome. Dude, I'm the same way, by the way. I Come on. on that. I, when I, when I was on. in Vegas, uh, I saw my friend Tiffany I haven't seen in so long since yeah. Nashville. She had to go to work. Yeah. I was like, well, I'll go to the casino that you work at. And I just met this dude next to me, and we started drinking, and we went out. That's when I lost my keys. That's when you lost your yeah, keys. Yeah, yeah, but I was yeah. But I was like, I, just, I go, do you want to go get a drink somewhere? And he's like, yeah. I was like, let's go. He was See, like here's 65. the thing. I have this idea for an app. And I'm pretty sure that eventually it would like get taken advantage of by trolls because that's how it works. I lost the internet. But it's called the Dude Date app, right? Oh. So, so like you move to a new city, right? Want some, want some buds? Yeah. And you just like put your location, like, hey, I'm just like hanging out with anybody, and like you get matched up, like things that you like, like you, I like golf. Maybe it's a golfer, and I'm Dude, like, hey, I'm looking for somebody to play with. It would totally work. What's that app? It's like a grinder. S- <laughs> no. It's like a celeb, uh, Raya. You ever heard of Raya? Yeah, Raya. Raya. So, like, yeah. you have to be accepted. Totally. So, like, you would have, to, I think there had to be a vetting process. Agreed. You know, like, you know, you want to make sure you're not a weirdo. Correct. You know? Because when I'm, when my brother moved to a city, he be, he didn't have any friends. And we had, like, a mutual friend who had a friend there. But that's always the awkward thing. Like, hey, you and Ben should be friends, right? Or, like, yeah. hey, you and Tyler would get along. You should be friends. But, 
hey man, do you like want to meet at a bar we never met before? Right, like I, I when I first moved to LA, a friend of the family was like, my nephew lives there. He's a really nice guy. We went to Barney's Beanery and blacked out and like became buddies. Like that <laughs> yeah. was the thing. Yeah. But like that's the dude date. Go golfing, something like that, to make a new friend in a city to like you know maybe you're both lonely or don't have any friends. But I, I honestly. The vetting process is important because you, I mean, you kind of have to say if you're straight or gay because that's where it, it could turn into a date. It, correct. Yeah. Right. And, and you're just like, dude, I'm just looking to get some wings. I'm just like, yeah, I just want to yeah. go to Buffalo Wild Wings and watch the Steeler game. And, and maybe have six or seven beers. Correct. <laughs> Many beers. And, as then, you put and, in front and then switch to liquor. Correct. And then, and then go to Hotel Cafe and, and then, rock out. Yep. And then, and then <laughs> lose your keys in Vegas. How was the poker tournament? I saw the uh, yeah, man. Boone's per, uh, sponsor at the Orleans, right? The Orleans. So I'm yeah. learning because my only second time in Vegas. Yeah. That's the local side yeah. of Vegas. And then, you know, there's like the win and stuff, I guess, the strip. Sure. But uh, it was cool. They're still doing it. Uh, <clears throat> our distributor rocked it. Usually you have to pay to get in on that. We didn't. Yeah. Wow. So we're the only bourbon. They had like these vinyl tables. Dude. It was really cool. And awesome. they've sold out a couple times. And so <clears throat> they've know, sold you, out the boons. I mean, they, they've been doing it for three months. Oh, wow. But it ends, it ends. I think, Halloween weekend. Okay. But uh, it was really cool, man. It was dope because... Um, Did you play? No, I okay. didn't play. Dude, I, I mean, dude, I'm exhausted. I've been gone. I leave tonight at 1 a.m. for St. Augustine. I've been gone every weekend doing stuff. So I went in. I did go out that night with that guy, yeah. which kind of screwed me up. And I was like, "You idiot!" You know what I mean? But like, I, I but come on. That there's no story. No story started with I stayed in and found my keys. Totally, I yeah. know. And eventually, I was sitting there and I was like, "I don't. I should not be yeah. sitting here." Yeah. And then I went to go see my buddy Shane, who actually was here last night. He runs Garrison Brothers. Oh yeah, weeded. That's a Texas urban. one, right? Texas. Yeah, it's got yeah. a beautiful star on it. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him since Nashville since 2019. And I was I was at the bar where he told me he was going to be at, and he had like an event. And I was about to leave. I was so tired. Literally, I was about to close out. And he walks up, what's up, mother? And I was like, hey. Here we go. <laughs> you know? And then the so, bartender started laughing. He goes, you're about to close out, weren't you? I go, I was. Can you buy him a drink? You know? So I'm just tired, man. Tonight yeah. tonight I go to St. Augustine because we're sponsoring um, the St. Augustine Songers Festival. My buddy Arliss owns it. He's from Nashville. Nice. We founded the with our buddy Luke the Charleston Songers Festival, which is That's awesome. Cool. Where it's the same concept as the BMI Key West one in, yeah. on the, in the Keys. Mm-hmm. Where they fly down all these top writers, not the some of them are artists, but most of them are just the songwriters. Mm-hmm. They get the song cut, and so people that are huge country fans freak out. Like, wait, you wrote that and that and that and that, right. and you would never know that, right? right. Both, both, uh, lots of lots of girls, lots of guys that are flying down. So our listeners are saying, "Augustine one, we're sponsoring." I'm actually playing it. Nice. And I got my buddy coming down, but then you're the going Boons to a kiss is going to be there, right? And they, Boons will be there. So I'm gonna, you know, I got a guy. I, got, I started taking. You should check him out. Little Zybiotics. Okay. You've seen these? No, I, I feel like I've seen, yeah. I'm, I'm posting I, about it. Maybe you saw that. Okay. It's a pre-drinking thing. Okay. Game changer. Really? Totally. Zybiotics. Z-Y? Z-Biotics. Z-B-I-O-Biotics. Okay, it's just the letter Z. Yeah, yeah. Check it out, man. It, it was tr- I'm telling you, I ordered two cases, and I was like, this is crap. And I took one, went to Barney's, actually, woke up the Best next place day, on the planet. and I was just tired. I was like, wow. You know what I mean? Because usually you're just like, oh, I my know, God. Yeah. You know? So anyway. Yeah. But yeah, we're doing that. And next week is the Kiss Cruise. It's okay. Dope. And you guys, is Boone sponsoring the Kiss Cruise? No. My buddy yeah. Sean, who I've told you about before, I'm yeah. sure. <clears throat> good buddy. He used to work for Kiss. And so he's like, you want to come? I was yeah. like, oh, my God, let's go. Uh, you want to rock and roll all night and party every day? <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Part of every day. Yeah. Just <laughs> enough of the day. Yeah. It's going to be fun, dude. All it's day. Yeah, because I, I've noticed as I've got, because I never used to get hangovers at all, which was the dangerous thing because it was consequence-free drinking. It was like drinking for sport. Yep. And then as, as I've had a baby, 
uh, and like gotten a little bit older, the hangover, especially from red wine, I don't really drink red wine anymore. I can't do it. Maybe like a glass of rose here or there, it's but it's like harsh. It's real tough. Yeah. But like whiskey is still fine. Vodka's fine. Whatever. I don't do not drink tequila. As I like to say, I get a case of the angers with tequila. Oof. So I don't, I don't touch it. Uh, and gin, I can drink no problem. But the, like a hangover started and I realized that, you know, my baby wakes up. Mm-hmm. I got to wake up. She's not going to be like, dad, take a nap. It's okay. I'm eight months. You got to be up. Got to be up. So maybe I'll try this Z-Biotics thing because. It, game changer. A little expensive, but <clears throat> maybe there's a cheaper one out there, but my buddy recommended it. Okay. And I have one left <laughs> and it's coming with me tonight. <laughs> I'm taking that tonight. Yeah. And I'm taking it to November the 13th at Hotel, Calif- <laughs> Hotel California. Hotel Cafe <laughs> in Hollywood. Uh, Tyler Boone's going to be there. And if you guys have never seen Tyler Boone live and you live in the LA, San Diego, greater Los Angeles area, he puts on an incredible show. It's so much fun. We rocked out at Jam in the Van. That was a blast. It was uh, fun. Yeah. Uh, so check it out. Link's in the description here on this video. Tyler's going to be back next Wednesday. And I'm hoping we have a third guest. I'm going to see. But I, I'm hoping we have a third guest. Just a friend. Somebody. Uh, you know what's really cool? Uh, before we go, what was her name? Alessandra. Dude, I didn't know she was in Workaholics. Yeah. I think I told you that. Yeah. I was like, what? And I like DM'd her. I was like, dude, you were in that? I love that episode. She's yeah. like, yeah, dude. <laughs> I was like, what? She's she's awesome. She's super talented. So maybe, cool. I'll, maybe I'll bring her on uh, next Wednesday. Well, cool. I'm just saying that I, I had no idea. Yeah. And I, super I, talented. I mean, she's been in a ton of stuff, too. I, I am D, I am D beater. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. So. She can do it. Yeah. Uh, let's do some videos. Make me smile and we can go home. Cool. I think there's only two week I got. Just two. So my baby doesn't do this, but this is hilarious. That the girl just wants to ride on her stomach and destroy her. Like, oh man! So she's flipped forward. That's hilarious. She's a she's a risk taker. Yeah, it's like she's <laughs> uh, what's that Olympic event? The skull, the skull sled. You ever seen it? Instead oh, of yeah. the luge on your back, you're on your front, which looks absolutely terrifying. terrifying. If you crash, I mean, I skeleton. The skeleton. Thank you. What I call it? The skull. 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 Yeah. You're in spooky. Close yeah. Yeah. Mode. Skeleton. Uh, I went in a in a bobsled one time, and I got out, and I was like, "I'm not doing that again." Too fast. It was terrifying. Yeah, totally terrifying. <laughs> I mean, there was, it was no other word, and I'm scared of a lot of things, but that, and I'm not scared of like adrenaline rushes, right? Uh-huh. Like, I love jumping off stuff, whatever. There was something about flying down on that ice. Well, that maybe because maybe because you don't have you, you literally have no control. No control. Yeah. Dang. The guy that's driving it has a little bit of control. <laughs> Kind of. Kind of. And then he was like, well, do you want to try the luge? I was like, are you kidding me? No. And then he's like, you should try the skeleton because at least you can see straight. And I was like, with my face like on the ice? No, no, no. It's my moneymaker. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Dead. Listen, done. Dead. Done. Goodbye. <laughs> see ya. And I mean, to the people that do skeleton, amazing. You are you are world class and an insane person. Doing God's work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got one more? All right, watch this. Oh, you ready dogs. for this? Boop, 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 boop. Look at his ears flop. Aww. It's a little Doberman puppy. Like, Dave, do Aww. my ears look weird? <laughs> look at the paws. That's going to be one giant dog. That's got to be, yeah, like a teenager. Yeah. That's so cute. My uh, mother-in-law has a Great Dane, and the Great Dane was like this when she was a puppy. She thought she was like the size of a toy poodle, and she was ginormous. She was like 40 pounds. Just come jump on you. Yeah, yeah. My buddy's got a, what's the uh, the drug sniffing dog? Uh, German Shepherd. German Shepherd. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it's an adult, but yeah. she didn't really grow up. <laughs> That's the same shit. Like, uh, but I love dogs. I, I love know. Dogs. Do you have a dog? I don't. Oh, man. I'm, I, again, I'm waiting until Rosie's old enough to be like, I want a dog. I'm like, all right. All right, cool. Word. Well, I dude, mean, thanks for having me. Dude, thank you for coming. You Can't wait. That was awkward, yeah. but we crushed it. Let's do it. There we go. <laughs> I like doing the. 
There we oh, go. dude. <laughs> Freaks you out. <laughs> it does. You're like, what just happened? What? Don't. Oh, hey, man. Yeah. Don't text me. <laughs> no, uh, dude, thank you. Can't, well, Tyler will be back next Wednesday, maybe with some morning boons. On the last day of the Kickstarter for Futility, <laughs> the actual game of living. Uh, hit that Kickstarter. It's the it's in the link here. I'm going to be tweeting and, and Instagramming all week about it. Uh, we got seven days left. Currently, $34,520. I'm telling you, with all the expansion packs and everything that is coming along with Futility, if you're a $100 backer, you won't play a different game, a new game of Futility for a long time. It's fun for the whole family, as long as your kids are over, like, 13. I mean, come on. It's, like, it's 2021. Let's introduce them to funny stuff. Um, <laughs> as I have a daughter. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, she's like, I want to go on a date. I was like, not till you're 40. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. Uh Hit that Kickstarter. Thank you so much for your support. And go to Perk, perkclothing.com. Use the code GPA. Get you 20% off your order. The butt-hugging Cheetos, the soft Henleys, pocket tees, and your classic everyday tees. It's all that cotton in one place. And let me tell you, it makes you, makes you, feel, like, it makes you feel like you've got abs, even if you don't. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> We're working on it. All right. Uh, thank you all for tuning in to the Positivity Report. We'll be back tomorrow. Perry Nemiroff will be here. Uh, and um, no afternoons today, but and no Josh Brady tomorrow. We're working on some pre-tapes and everything, but regardless, tomorrow we'll be here for the Positivity Report. Tyler Boone, at Tyler Boone, at Boone's Bourbon. If you're uh, somewhere in the country that doesn't sell Boone's Bourbon, make sure you tell them. Yeah. When I drove across Texas, every bar we stopped, I said, you guys got Boone's? No, get it. We just got Texas. Boom. Sure. Boom. It's happening very I soon. was drinking Weller, but I would have much rather had some Boone's. It's coming, dude. Weather's it's good. Coming. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Remember, every single day you choose positivity. It's an act of choice. Call somebody, text them, tell them you love them. It matters. It's way easier to love than hate. Find the good. We'll see you tomorrow.